we'd like to remind you that if you are experiencing symptoms of a heart attack, stroke, or any life-threatening medical emergency, please call 911. Please do not delay seeking treatment during the COVID-19 epidemic. Most Providence emergency rooms are open, and CDC-required safety measures are being taken to protect patients and hospital staff. If you are unsure of your symptoms, please use our telehealth services and speak with a healthcare professional that can better assess your symptoms and provide direction on the best course of action. Please do not let the worry of COVID-19 cause delay in seeking out treatment if you are experiencing a heart attack or stroke. Every minute treatment is delayed can be fatal. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the future of health on Dash Radio during this coronavirus pandemic. We're lucky to have many experts around our COVID-19 topic and many guest hosts. Remember to visit coronavirus.providence.org for more information. Hello and welcome to our broadcast. I'm Angela Merritt, Chief of Staff for Population Health. And as a reminder, the information provided during this event is for informational purposes only. If you have medical questions, please reach out to your primary care or healthcare professional. Let's begin. Joining me today during this live event is my boss, my mentor, my hero, Dr. Rhonda Meadows, President of Population Health at Providence. Good morning, Rhonda. Good morning, and it's always a pleasure to work with you. Let's start out by, um, could you tell us about your role at Providence and uh, the responsibilities you, you hold as President of Population Health? Sure. I am president of Population Health at Providence. It's a seven-state health system extending from Alaska all the way down to Texas. Um, within our work as population health leaders is a responsibility to quite simply know our populations, both our patient populations and the people in our community, as well as do the work of improving their health outcomes. Um, so we try to make sure that our work lives up to the promise um, that we pledge to, which is to know me, care for me, and ease my way, and make sure that we address that, particularly for people who are vulnerable. And I'm honored to be your partner in that work. Rhonda, why is the COVID surge happening now? So the, um, the coronavirus has been with us for quite some time now. It's just at least since February, March, for some of us on the West Coast. Um, but we think that the, um, that the case counts have increased as the virus has spread from state to state, community to community, um, as people have gotten a little bit lax in mask wearing or, or not worn them at all and are socializing more, um, the virus has an opportunity to spread. In addition, with the cooler or colder months ahead and current time frame, um, we see that more people are indoors. They're congregating and aggregating indoors a lot more. Um, add to that the upcoming holiday season when we normally um, get together with family and friends, we have a particularly increased risk of viral spread, um, leading to people becoming sicker, hospitalizations, and uh, sadder consequences as well. Which brings us to the main point of this message, Dr. Meadows. Why is it more important than ever that we stay home this year for the holidays? It's really important, although I understand why everybody wants to be together. That's kind of who we are. We get yeah. together with friends and family, particularly this time of year. But this year, um, our the love that we have for our friends and family has to be shown by actually showing a little bit of restraint and actually physically meeting and getting together. Uh, we know that when we had people get together or, or congregate um, around the election time period, um, that we are now living with the surge in COVID cases um, that resulted from everybody getting together. Um, during the holiday time, um, for Thanksgiving in particular, 
We want to make sure that we are not doing the same um, and causing more cases, more people to become ill, requiring hospitalizations and suffering consequences. Um, we would see that impact by December. So we're asking people to not to travel, um, to limit their family gathering in person um, to those who are in their nuclear family or in their households, and then to link either telephonically or through Zoom or digital with relatives and friends all over the place. Um, that way we stay connected, but we stay healthier and safer. Yeah, there are still ways that we can connect and, and make the holidays really special this year. What are you doing for the holidays, Dr. Meadows? So Angela, um, I have a large extended family that crosses multiple states. Yeah. Um, and one thing that we have learned to do really, really well during the pandemic is to connect on Zoom um, and all different kinds of streaming devices and connections and telephones. But what we're gonna do is um, challenge ourselves not only to keep ourselves connected during the Thanksgiving day itself, but the day before cook together. Um, yeah. So those of you who know me know that cooking is not my strong suit. <laughs> It'll be a little bit fun and challenging. Um, in the uh, recent past, we've uh, tried to cook cakes together, red velvet cake. Um, I do have to remind my sisters, however, that photoshopping their outcome is not <laughs> way to win the challenge. Yeah. We're trying some of our old family traditions of cooking um, and we're trying some new things. Um, but it's our way to connect and talk and that's our way to actually bring um, younger generations into the mix too. Um, sometimes they cook better than us. <laughs> you, you talk to your team about reach, reaching up, reaching out, reaching within. Can you share that with the listeners today as well? I can. Um, when I talk to you, my friends and family, we talk about um, reaching to embrace um, those we are lucky enough to have in our household, um, literally the nuclear family, reaching to embrace them as much as we can and celebrating the ability to do that. But we also want to reach out to our family, friends and relatives, particularly the, our older relatives um, who may be living alone, um, to our friends who may be a little bit more isolated. Um, so that's our reach out effort. Um, we also want to reach up, and sometimes when we are faced with um, a challenge or or not so pleasant circumstances, sometimes it's better if we not just focus on our own discomfort and disappointments, but focus on helping someone else. So the reach up is to uh, volunteer to talk to people in, um, in isolated circumstances or in seclusion. Um, that means people that you may not know, but are in nursing homes, assisted living facilities community homes. Um, this also means volunteering virtually to talk with people in all kinds of situations and maybe being available for support online mm -hmm. to help people as well. That's a great idea. And then the final one is reaching within. Um, reaching within means um, you may not have everybody in your house for Thanksgiving and for the holidays, but you can do that yourself. You can actually do things for your own well-being and spiritual health. Yeah. Maybe enjoy some quiet time. Maybe take care of yourself a little bit better than you normally would. Maybe switch out of those sweats for, for a few minutes. You don't have to dress up, but you can dress best them. So doing those things. And then lastly, I say uh, reaching back. When I say reaching back, I mean make sure that you um, remember those family members who can't be with you, um, those that have passed this year. Um, it also means reaching back to old ways of doing things and having fun, including sharing pictures. 
Yeah. I know that I am due many, many pictures of grandnieces and grandnephews. I still do that virtually. That's that's how we can reach and embrace and celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I can make the holiday just extra special. All right, so let's make it perfectly t clear to the listeners. What are the ground rules for the holiday? Um, to avoid travel, either on the uh, the plane, train, automobiles, buses. Um, we basically, what you want to do is stay local. Um, the second thing is to celebrate with your nuclear family or people in your household today um, and not do the usual tradition, which is to invite everybody in. We want to minimize the spread. Um, if you do go out, and that includes out to, to get the mail or whatever, you still need to be wearing masks. You still need to do social distancing. Um, hand washing is an absolute must. Um, we had asked that you make sure that you do things to keep yourself connected. Um, that's not just for COVID, but for our overall mental health and well-being. Um, so where you can, cold call old friends and family. Stay connected by phone or on the web. And then finally, um, when we have public health emergencies, we think about ourselves and our families and our neighbors. Think about your community too. There are things that you can do to make the community safer by donating for masks, supplies for shelters, supplies with um, So the must is stay home, celebrate your family, and stay connected. Great. What closing piece of advice would you like to give to those listening? Um, take advantage of the fact that we are mostly virtual and on the phone right now. Um, I found that I'm speaking to more people um, in my family all over the place than ever have. Checking in, sharing old stories, and sharing pictures. Take advantage of the fact um, that we have the technology and we have the resources to be able to do that. Not everybody does, um, so share with Thank you, Rhonda, for joining us today and to everyone at home listening. To learn more about our initiatives, programs, medical services, or ways to give, please visit Providence.org. And make sure to follow us on social media under Providence on Twitter and at Providence Health System on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you. Thank you, Rhonda. Stay safe.